Hello and welcome to Raw Chatter, the stuff that matters. I am your host, Vicky Midwood, and I am bringing you this podcast bi-weekly. We will be talking to guests and I will be talking on my own alternately all about subjects that we want to bring to the forefront of conversations. This is non-censored stuff on subjects that perhaps we don't talk about enough and I truly believe that nothing should be taboo and the more we can talk about things, the more we can bring things into the open, the more we can be totally honest about how we feel and what we think without worrying about judgment from other people, the better. So thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, it's Vicky Midwood here and welcome to this week's podcast. Yes, it's a controversial one, but this is what this podcast is all about. We are talking raw and we are talking about the stuff that matters and you cannot help but have seen what has gone on in America this week in terms of abortion rights for women. Quite frankly, I was just gobsmacked, totally astounded by what is going on. And, and the very fact that the president of the country doesn't agree with it and has no say over the Supreme Court is just mind-blowing. And this is why I've titled this episode Supreme Court on a par with the Taliban, because let's face it, it kind of is, isn't it? Removing the rights of a woman over her own body is something that absolutely beggars belief. And the fact that this decision was made and overturned a ruling from 50 years ago, it just is quite astounding to anybody who has any kind of understanding of how the brain works, how the body works, the emotional and physical impact of continuing with a pregnancy that is not wanted, that is going to affect detrimentally that person's life for the rest of their life. Well, you might as well just put them in prison, give them a prison sentence, send them to Siberia, put them in a chain gang, because that is essentially what you were doing. Now, I've seen so many posts on social media uh, about it affecting mainly poorer class people. And I'm gonna disagree with that to some extent. I think it doesn't actually matter what class you're in. There are going to be people around you potentially who will disagree or be upset with a decision on a termination. But at the end of the day, that female has to do what her gut instinct is telling her that she needs to do. And nobody, and especially a white male, should be in a position to tell her otherwise. To have a blanket law when you don't understand somebody's personal life, mental well-being, economic ability, to be able to bring up a child, let alone look after themselves. Or the pressure that is put on somebody in an abusive, dangerous relationship 
that keeps them chained to their abuser by forcing them to reproduce. What we're saying is that's okay. And I'm saying, hell no, that is not okay. Now, I'm fully aware that there are a number of states in America that we here in, in the UK and in a lot of Europe, quite frankly, deem as being backwards. And it's not a great term to use, but, but they're very stuck in traditional ways and appear to have let the rest of the world move on, but, but they haven't done. And this is why a lot of people from those areas, if they can, will get out of there. If they're happy in that environment and it suits them, then of course they're going to keep it going. And we're not in charge of what other people choose to do or what other people are exposed to. But as observers, we are, because that's what humans do. We are going to look and we are going to judge. And we are going to question, is it down to intelligence? Is it just down to the fact that they're not exposed to what actually is available to them? And therefore you can't know what you don't know, possibly all of those things. But when we think about the Bible Belt, when we think about various different religions and pockets of religions all over various countries, if you're not a part of that culture or you're not a part of that religion, it is very difficult for us to understand the paradigm, the programming, the conditioning that those people have been through. But here's the thing about religion, and I am fully aware that a lot of you find great, great comfort in a religion, and I agree. There is comfort in it if you are a part of something that makes you feel whole, that helps you to feel serene, that helps you to feel that you are worthy. I am all for that if you're in a community that does that. What I am not for is religions that preach sin and the devil. And if you do something that displeases another person, then you are displeasing God. No, I'm sorry. But religion that is based upon fear, religion that is based upon basically a way of controlling other human beings, that's a man-made thing. That's not how religion was intended to be. It's about believing in something greater than you and all loving something, whatever it happens to be, whatever name you choose. And that's the point of it. And the very fact that there are so many different religions who all believe that their interpretation of their particular religious script is the one that's correct already tells you that it's manufactured and it's man-made and it's not as it was intended to be. And ultimately, what white males are doing, what the Taliban is doing within their culture is basically saying men are superior, women can't feel or think for themselves, Women are somehow less than. Women are to be controlled by males. And in this day and age, in 2021, that is what is absolutely astounding in my view. And of course, this is about my view. But here's why I think it's important that we all have our opinions and we all feel able to share them. There is no right way. But people should 
be allowed choice. Because sometimes there are reasons that people on the outside don't understand, that you may be too shy, embarrassed, or just unable to put into words as to why you know that you cannot have a baby. I'm also fully aware that there are a lot of people who may be listening to this who will be saying, well, I can't have kids and I would give my right arm to be able to be pregnant. That's a whole different thing and not to be confused with this abortion issue at all. Because I've seen posts along those lines on social media and I'm sorry, but you're confusing, you're muddying the waters. They are not the same thing at all. Now I'm gonna share with you something that I only realized how powerful, and this is one of the reasons that I decided to do all of the study and the work and the research that I have done in how the brain works, emotions, thoughts, feelings, etc., and how it can protect us from certain things. When I was in rehab in 2005, we had to do our life story, and I wrote in great detail about my life story, reams and reams and reams and reams, and everybody else's was three or four pages, mine was about 30 pages, and we had to read it out in front of each other to help us to hear the words, to help us to be able to almost listen like an observer to our own story, but also crucially to get feedback and comments and conversations from the other people in the room, which enabled us to be able to listen to other people's opinions and judgments to some extent and constructive criticisms or just criticisms, right? And it wasn't an easy thing to do. Now. I did my story and then I listened to somebody else's and she spoke about an abortion. And it's the first time it had come up in rehab, it's the first time anybody had mentioned it and immediately I heard that word and inside my head it went, you had one of those. Now I hadn't written it down in my life story and believe me, I was absolutely certain that I had gone into massive detail and yet that, my brain had completely pushed to one side. It never cropped up as something that I had done. Why? Because I guess that a part of me just did not want to recognize it or didn't need to revisit it because it wouldn't have been helpful in any way. Either which way, it poked me, it prodded me to remember it. And with everything that's going on now, I have thought back to it and, you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't a hard decision for me to make. And this is why it's so important to understand that everybody's situation is different. I am not a religious person. I am a scientific person. And I understand that, you know, when, when the cells are impregnated, they are just cells. And until that cell actually attaches, and begins to take upon the genetic programming of a human being. It is not a human being. Now, you can argue whatever you like in terms of science. You have your opinions. I'm going to base mine on the science that I know and understand. And so when I discovered that I was pregnant, I was devastated. Absolutely devastated. Number one, at my own bad luck because I was using condoms. Although, take it, own it, not all the time. 
And of course, as we know, it only takes once. I also knew without a shadow of a doubt that there was no way that me, at that time, being the person that I was, who was completely dependent on alcohol, not in the way, certainly nowhere near as bad as I was to get, but I knew that even then I could not possibly go through having a baby. I couldn't do a pregnancy again. I certainly could not face going through birth again. My birth was a horrendous experience and I'm not going to go into the details of that. But I have jokingly said many times and many of you may have heard me say it on a podcast. You know, I did that once. And if I like something, I'll do it again. I did not like giving birth one iota and I will never do that again. And that was very much forefront of my mind. I was not going to go through that horrendous experience. No way. I certainly was not in a position to be able to look after a second human being. I could barely look after myself and the daughter that I had. And I also knew that if I did have a second baby in the situation that I was in, then the likelihood of me losing both of those children and being homeless was a real possibility if I even went down that road. I was literally living hand to mouth. Money was massively scarce for me. I was budgeting and there were times when I just had no money left at all. Even to the extent that I had to borrow some money to buy a mouse trap from my stepmom because I didn't have the £2.50 that a mouse trap would cost. And I had a little family of mice that was in our house. So was there any way that I could look after a second child? No, I was just scraping by to be able to afford to feed myself and my daughter and buy her clothes, etc., and run my car and still run my business. There's no way I could have done it. It would have crippled me. Mentally, it would have floored me. I also knew deep down inside that I was horrendously guilty I felt ashamed of the fact that I drank all the way through my first pregnancy. And as a result of that, my daughter is, is not 100% well in terms of physicality. Her, her body is not symmetrical. She has issues that she has to deal with. She has joints that are susceptible to popping out of sockets. She has issues with her brain function, she's neurodiverse. Is that all to do with the fact that I was drinking throughout? Yes. Could I do that to another human being? No. Was I in a position to be able to stop drinking at that time? Absolutely not. No way. I didn't have the know-how. I had no clue what life could potentially be like without drinking, and I just wasn't in the right headspace. So for me, it was a no-brainer. Was it hard for me to organize? Actually, it wasn't because I am a person, even then, even though I was functioning and, and dependent on alcohol, I was still functioning quite well. And so when I decide to do something, I pretty much do it. And so I took the steps, I, I rang up and I just said, this is what's happening and I need it done ASAP. And they said, well, would you be preferred to travel to Leeds? I said, I'll travel wherever you want me to travel to. And very fortunately for me, I was able to leave my daughter with my ex then husband for the day. 
And obviously I told him why. I didn't tell anybody else why. Nobody knew. He knew and I knew. And until this podcast, only the people in rehab, I think, have mentioned this too. So, so it's out there now. Would I do it differently? Well, if, if I wasn't able to have it done in this country, and there's no way that I could afford to travel to another country, then would I have taken steps to try and get rid of it myself? Damn right I would, right? And this is the fear. This is what is going to happen. We are going to go back to backstreet abortions, right? They will not disappear. Now, the very fact that they are now going to be made illegal means that women are now being put in danger physically and mentally. Because if you're going to go to somebody who doesn't really know what they're doing but wants to see it now as a money-making opportunity, and believe me, that is what will happen. It's happened before and it will happen again because we humans like to repeat history. We like to repeat the stuff we've done before because we don't friggin' learn from it. That's what's going to happen. And so we're going to have a generation or two generations who are going to accept that this is now the norm. And quite frankly, I'm terrified at what it will lead to. In terms of the health, mental health, physical health, in my world, as you know, it's all just health. You know, unless you're walking around with your head under your arm, your mental health is not detached from your physical health. It cannot be, right? It's inextricably intertwined, right? By this massive thing called your vagus nerve, by your brainstem that connects everything to everything else. It's going to absolutely devastate the lives of millions of people. It's going to keep them in abusive relationships. And I, for one, was absolutely amazed at the amount of females who are agreeing with this. Now, I'd love people to to comment and to help me to understand how, as a female, you think it's okay to bear the child of a rapist. You think it's okay to be kept in an abusive relationship by ensuring that you're consistently pregnant. Please, women, explain to me how you think it's okay to be forced to bring up a child when you are barely able to look after yourself. How is it okay? I don't want detrimental comments on my opinions because remember, opinions are just that. They are opinions. This is what this is about. This is about my thoughts, my feelings. But what I would like is to understand because this is who I am. This is what I do. Help me to understand you. The brain fascinates me. How people's thinking works fascinates me. And I would love to be enlightened by those women who think that this is a great day and that this is okay. Help me to understand because I really, really cannot as an intelligent, smart, scientific person who understands the brain and emotions and how important it is for people to be able to honor themselves and their feelings, help me to understand, because I really can't. 
and I'm going to leave it there. I'd love some comments, I'd love some feedback, and thank you for listening. Thank you.